0: And welcome to Films with the Women in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is my work friend, Jess. Jess? Hey. Hey, indeed. And uh, tonight we will be recording our review of Cold Pursuit, the new Liam Neeson film. Um, and it is directed by a man named Hans-Peter Moland as uh, a Norwegian director who has directed, um, well, things I've never seen or heard of, uh, called... <laughs> and it looks like he hasn't directed anything in a while but we've got a movie called the last lieutenant zero kelvin aberdeen and the beautiful country uh like i said never have you seen any of those jess or heard of any of those
1: nope never
0: nope didn't, are they all didn't norwegian
1: consider. films <laughs> i'm
0: not sure i mean he's a norwegian director he's he's worked with um stellan skarsgård who's uh like the old Skarsgård. so like uh, Pennywise, he, that's that's he's part of oh the Skarsgård the, Skarsgard, the <laughs> Skarsgard clan. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's your director. I'll I'll read a brief synopsis for those of you who don't know. Um, this irreverent comedy—well, we can debate whether or not it's comedy—stars uh, Liam Neeson as Nels Coxman, a family man whose quiet life with his wife, played by Laura Dern is upended following the mysterious death of their son. Nell's search for justice turns into a vengeful hunt for Viking, played by Tom Bateman, a drug lord he believes is connected to the death. As one by one, Viking's associates disappear, Nell goes from upstanding citizen to ice-cold vigilante, letting nothing and no one get in his way. So uh, you know, based on that synopsis you can kinda tell it's a traditional Liam Neeson, you know, taken in the snow kinda kinda movie. <laughs> so um, we have
1: this running joke. Um, I love the taken movies. So anything with Liam Neeson in it, we would say like this is taken in the snow, the commuter was taken on a train. So <laughs> anything Liam Neeson is taken on whatever setting the movie's taking place.
0: Yeah, there's the movie what is it? Uh nonstop is taken on a plane. Um so the this is taken in the snow. Um and I think what's different about this one, it's actually got a it's somehow got a seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's somehow positive, which for I mean for a Liam Neeson action thriller, that's that's critical acclaim. That's insane. That I mean, that's more than the original taken, which I think we both liked. And yeah, I know you liked. Um, but uh it's not doing great at the box office so far it's got a budget of 60 million which i'm gonna say it seems a little high um but it's only got 39 at the box office as of right now with probably only a few weeks left out there so you know kind of a middling february movie and yet you know critically not doing too bad for a liam neeson movie but just what were your initial thoughts after seeing cold pursuit
1: so I think I was surprised of how funny it was. That was my first initial thought. Like Liam Neeson is not funny. Actually, he was not funny in the movie. He was just playing his part. I think it was everything around him that ended up being funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I I think I mean he tries to be a little comedic here. I I feel like I've seen him in something comedic, but when when he's comedic, it's it's almost like this is like a parody of himself. Like it's it's a it's a parody of all of his. You know, he's like a sixty year old man beating people up like it's it's kind of it feels like a parody of that so yeah, I mean,
1: so, I mean I think he was just doing his job he had one mission he was doing it it just happened to be everything else which is funny around him it also wasn't as actiony as Liam Neeson was he did beat up and kill some people like you know per usual but it wasn't as much as that there was a lot of more surrounding plot a lot of characters in this movie and a lot of moving pieces rather than you know good guy bad guy fighting
0: yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's definitely different from his other movies as far as it's a little more self-aware. I think, yeah, some of the other characters have their, have some really funny moments. We'll talk about uh, the Native Americans when they come in later. Um, but I think uh, before we talk anymore, we'll say this is a spoiler warning here. If you haven't seen Cold Pursuit and you want to before uh, hearing our deeper thoughts, uh, please go and see it uh, while you still can. Um So, the way we're going to break this down and how we usually do things, we have four major categories we grade off of, and that's plot, characters, visual and sound, and the overall resonance of the film. Uh, One to five rankings on all of those. So, um, just to start with the plot, which we've kind of talked about a little bit, uh, he's a snowplow driver in, like, this little town called Kehoe. Uh, It's like a ski resort kind of near um, Denver. Denver, yeah yeah Denver's like the major city nearby and uh I don't know Jess, what what do, what do you give this plot as an overall grade one to five so I gave it a three five wow Generous. What uh, so, uh i went two five um it's it's uh it's a very
1: so regular this
0: plot, plot the plot is see, not i think the, it's thing. Diff-
1: I think the plot it like it's something that starts out simple and it just exploded. Like it grew on each other and grew on each other and grew on each other. It wasn't linear, it I think it went exponential and so many conflicts happened that shouldn't have and it turned into a whole different movie than what you thought it was gonna be watching the first maybe like twenty minutes of it.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> I'll agree with you there is that the the tone in the beginning until um A scene, uh, so this, I guess we'll talk about the son, uh, as we said in the intro, dies pretty early on in the movie, uh, by a forced heroin overdose. Uh, a bunch of, uh, Tom Bateman's goons, uh, Tom Bateman, who plays, um, Viking, the main antagonist, a bunch of his goons force him to die of a heroin overdose and, like, they throw him out of, uh, uh, they, they don't throw him out of the car, they throw someone else out of the car. No, they, 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 put him in, like, a coffee shop in front, and, like, sitting at a table, and then he's just dead there. Like, they, they kind of weaken that Bernie's him, and just, like, leave him at a table. And he's like, oh, you're doing all right, and then they leave him, and then you go to the, the coroner's office, Liam Neeson and uh, and his wife, Laura Dern's character, and they, they have this weird scene where the guy, he's, like, stepping on a foot pedal, and <laughs> it's slowly rising the sun's body <laughs> up uh, but he he just keeps stepping on the pedal and it's making, it's making like this squeaking noise and everyone's just kind of looking at each other and that's the first yeah. hint that you're like oh this is funny question mark uh, and that's when
1: you're like okay this is not your typical Liam Neeson movie like it was there was a lot of artsy scenes and a lot of dr- um dry scenes like dry humor and yeah it wasn't what you probably are expecting
0: No, not at all. I I, I mean, it was very, very different than than most things. And we'll talk about visual and sound a little bit later. I think that was one of the stronger points of the movie for me. But, um, yeah, plot, it kind of bounces around. He's killing off, Liam Neeson's killing off Vikings goons like one at a time and and I, I, this is where the plot after he kills he kills like two or three of them he's every time he kills when he throws them down like this river uh covered in <laughs> <laughs> he he like chicken wire <laughs> chicken wire he covers them in chicken wire so that the fish will eat him or eat the eat the dead body at the bottom of the whenever it sinks because of the chicken yeah, wire yeah he really
1: thought this out
0: yeah oh yeah i mean for a guy who's never killed anybody he's just a snowplow driver he really he really knows what he's doing um and then the plot becomes I'm still I'm following it because it's not too difficult, but it comes kind of convoluted when he goes and sees his brother, who is like a former mafia kind of guy. He's clearly got money. Yeah, he's got this.
1: He's his brother because he has one goal, who is to go up the chain and kill basically everyone to get to the first person that is on the top that kills his son. So that's why. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Liam Neeson's uh character now yeah I mean, I'm just calling him Liam Neeson because that's that's who he is. That and uh is. It's yeah, his character it's I mean does anyone remember his character names from anything? He's just, you know, he's he's Liam, it's fine. Uh, but he <laughs> yeah, his goal his whole goal in this is, you know, I think the simplest part of the movie is yeah, he just wants to kill everybody until he gets to the guy who is responsible for his son's death. I mean, that's the whole time that's his thing. And uh where it gets convoluted is the the head guy of like the cartel Viking uh, Tom Bateman's character and he's awful he's like just the worst kind of person <laughs> uh, he he doesn't know who Liam Neeson is like because he's like a nobody snowplow driver he thinks this is some sort of play by the rival mafia which is a group of Native Americans like they're the Native American mafia versus the I don't know the non-native. I don't really know what the other mafia is supposed, to, Vikings mafia is supposed to be, but the two of them are at odds, and then the brother gets dragged in, and then there's like an all-out fight. Oh, and the, there's we didn't even mention the cops. There's there's these two cops yeah. who are chasing them down. As you,
1: you can tell, it just it exponentially just the whole plot just gets a lot bigger when the real goal is to just kill a person responsible for his son's death.
0: And that's, I think that's what you part. <laughs> that's part of the thing you said at the beginning where it's funny, Liam Neeson's not funny, everything rap around him is funny Is. As- this chain that he started just escalates to involve all these other people, and the plot for all of them gets jumbled. But his goal never changes, and that's I and yeah, the funniest Viking. part is
1: he gets tangled in this, and he kind of he don't I don't think he really understands everything he really did. But oh Nino no, he does, has no, no idea
0: the whole time. No does he
1: care? Like he he kind of gets all like, the Indians got involved, but he does not give a shit about that either. His only goal his his goal is linear. Everything else just kind of a web around him.
0: Yeah, and I think even, like, uh, and the cop, so I, that's the other characters we've ta- talked about a little bit, is the cops. Uh, Emily Rosum is, like, the main cop. She's, like, the new kid around. If, uh, people will know her from uh, The Lead in Shameless, if anyone's ever seen that. Um, but, uh, and then she her partner's, like, this old, grumbly cop who's just like, oh, you know, the town's quiet, and, you know, we don't have to do anything. Kinda yeah.
1: like, you can tell she's new, she's type A, she just once yeah I mean you knew the job you want to know everything about it and be the best one that's basically the type A cop she is
0: right and that's so I guess yeah let's talk about the characters some more uh, what What did you think about the characters alright
1: uh, so Emerald? there were a ton of characters in this movie there were a, a lot. ton a there ton. were like
0: 50 people that had lines it was crazy
1: so I would have given it a 3 but I gave it a 3-5 because Trevor was so awful it was good he was a good awful
0: yeah, yeah, uh, the le- uh, yeah Viking, the lead, the lead bad, uh, bad guy, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, the CEO of Viking. Whatever, he <laughs> he was yeah he was so good at being awful. He pushed it to a three five. Otherwise, I probably would have done the three. But you he, yeah. you hate him like your skin is just irritated watching him oh
0: he is just pure douchery like he is (laughs) so he's like a younger he's like a younger guy he's probably in his like mid to late 30s like he's not like your typical like old withered head of a mafia like he's he's cocky um we haven't talked about his son at all his son is like just like kind
1: of a a normal kid like
0: yeah, he's just kind of like caught in all this. Like he doesn't really, he, and he's a you know he's a kid. He's about like eight, you think nine, something like that. Like oh, like self aware enough to know what's going on, but like not like not really. Like he like he gets it's weird, but he just you know he kind of plays it off. And yeah. um, yeah, like the oh my god, he's so the dad is just so Viking is just so awful. He's just irritating and he pushes everyone's buttons and he's, he kills his own people sometimes just for almost seemingly no reason. And like, he's just, you know, unhinged. Whereas you compare that to, and we get it later, the, the leader of the, um, of the native Americans, uh white bull who is like the old tribe, like he's like an old tribe leader guy, but is also the head of a mafia. And, um, He's much more traditional, like Godfather type head of his crew, and we don't really, you know, you don't really get him till later. But and then it's it's hard to even talk about all these. I I I mean, I give the characters a three overall, just because the ones that we get that are prominent, Viking, Liam Neeson's character, um, Emily Rosam's cop character, like we get a good amount, and I feel like I understand who they are. But then there's just. There's the the gay uh, henchman
1: who yeah. no one knows
0: are gay. The brother yep. we see the brother's wife, the the, the mail order bride. Um, <laughs> Laura Dern <laughs> yeah. is in it for about fifteen minutes before she literally leaves. She leaves a blank note and then is gone. And you thought didn't you think uh, she was kidnapped, right?
1: I th- yeah, I thought she was taken.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's, we thought we, she was taking no, but she she's, she I, she's never mentioned again. She just leave like and he picks up the note of the best bed. Part
1: was that Liam Neeson didn't even care, think twice or like blank about it.
0: <laughs> no, it didn't affect his any motivations. Like his son said, now his wife's gone, but like his wife being gone just seemed it didn't even seem inconvenient. It seemed like it yeah, didn't he even matter. He was just like,
1: like cool, she won't nag me uh, and ask where I am anymore. Nice. Yeah,
0: like it, it was kind of <laughs> crazy how little one how little she did in her short screen time and two how little he cared that he like i mean yeah, yeah i didn't care I she's mean, gone either the first <laughs> scene,
1: they seem like a family because she's you know and they live like so remote like and when we say snow it's like feet and feet of snow so they're remote they have, really have no neighbors no town and it's just her cooking dinner and he comes home and they're eating together so you think they're like a, a close-knit family but you know it, it all changes once the sun dies
0: yeah, once the sun dies, and uh, I mean, it. They seem. Um, I mean, the, the two of them seem to get along fine. We get the sense that Liam Neeson's character is like a quiet guy, doesn't talk much. Like I think at the first scene we see him, uh, Laura Dern's like, are you, are "You gonna talk tonight?" And then he's like, oh, "Maybe, I don't know." Like it's that kind of thing. Like they they they've been. You can tell they've been together a while, and it's not bad. It's just kind of like, it's just kind of blah. Like the whole thing is just kind of blah with his wife. Um, but I think. I think I really like the cop character though. Emily Rossum's cop who has like a boyfriend in like the old town she used to work in, and leads on to get information on on the mobsters. She's the only one trying to actually solve the case. Who's like on the outside?
1: And... I kind of like the other cop better. Oh, the bum. <laughs> yeah, you just like yeah, leave it alone. They'll settle it on itself. Let things be. You're trying too oh, hard. Really?
0: <laughs> That's like no. He totally is that guy. He's just like ah, you kid, you're trying to clean the town up? Town's pretty clean. Like, you know, and we see earlier, Exactly, Emily. so like
1: the first scene, uh, a kid is just, you know, smoking weed, and Emily is just all up in arms, ready to arrest him, <laughs> and the other cop is like, this is what people come here to do. What are you... <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's a so mountain town.
0: People, The only, I guess the only business they ever have is like a ski resort nearby. Uh, we should say, Emily Rizmo's character's name is Kim Dash, not that... You know, we we're calling them by their actors' names because other than I think Viking, it's you don't really remember anyone's name. Um, But then also all of Vikings goons get lines like they all like the first guy Liam Neeson kills is in like a strip club bar and he kills him in like a service elevator. Like I don't really know what's happening there. Like is is he getting kicked out? Is he? And it's kind of like that with a lot of them. He kills a guy in the the, the suit tailor store.
1: That was Speedo. Speedo, yeah. Oh my God, the and then name. Then yeah, was Santa. <laughs> what are some of the other names. <laughs> you can't, you can't talk about the people without their elaborate names: Speedo, yes. Limbo, and Santa. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, who's um, Santa? The guy who doesn't look like Santa, even though oh, his yeah. only description is his name's Santa. Like and that, he somehow find he finds the guy, but he, the guy doesn't. He just he's just a bald, fat guy. He, like, has he a doesn't a beard.
1: That's it. They're not even a white beard. Even,
0: Yeah, it's not like a a white fluffy beard. It's just. Yeah, it's just like a scruffy, dirty beard. Like, there's nothing about him that says Santa. And, um, I feel like we're. Oh, but uh, the brother. How'd you feel about the brother character?
1: Oh, I loved him.
0: He's good, (laughs) isn't he?
1: Yeah, I really liked him. I was very sad that he died. And he died so honorably, too, though.
0: Oh, yeah, so, um,. We should say pretty much everyone dies in this. I mean, very few people and, but, survive. We'll
1: probably talk this in visual sound, but the way they die, the way they caption it—that's, I liked it a lot.
0: Oh um, yeah, so yeah, if yeah we're we'll doing, talk about yeah, that give that next
1: category. Um, but yeah, he died so honorably. Like he, Trevor comes up in his you know his fancy uh, car, and he kind of is like, well, you know, this is the end. This is, this is it. He looks back, at his wife gets in the car, and. Acts like Mr. Tough Guy and makes up this story about Trevor's dad hooking up with um, his lover and how he has cancer. You know, all of that's fake, but he's dying in um, honor of his brother, basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I liked it, but like, he's just like so, like, you know. I feel like it's partially because. He was in the life. I don't get the idea that Liam Neeson was ever a mob guy. Like, he seems like he was the simple guy and his brother was the mob guy. So I feel yeah, like he's definitely. almost like, well, now that you're involved with this, like, I should have died a long time ago anyway. I got lucky to get out at all. And I think he's just kind of like, it was like a 4 long conclusion Yeah, kind and of thing. he knew
1: it was going to happen. and He didn't want to show any face or any signs of weakness to Trevor anyway.
0: No, it, it was, his death, I think, is the most earned the most honorable like they don't even show him die i think uh and that yeah let's t- i mean let's talk about some of the visual and sound effects for this um which i think is personally what made made me go from thinking it was ed eh, to thinking it was you know what i'm actually kind of engaged i give it like a three five i think yeah um, I before. A f- yeah yeah i think that's the strongest part of this is that yeah whenever someone my dies rating too whenever someone dies you get this little like um it's like in this cursive shows up on screen like it cuts to like a little um like a title card that has the person's name their stupid nickname like speedo or <laughs> santa or whatever the fuck it is and then elbow elbow was there an elbow there was an, el- no, but an I elbow i thought
1: there was gonna be an elbow
0: <laughs> just all the os
1: yeah cheerio but um, uh,
0: <laughs> <cheerio. laughs> uh, yeah i mean that was one of the more artistic choices. I liked any time, and usually I don't love, like, snow movies, like, like something about that aesthetic is just boring to me, but anytime they had a shot of him just plowing, of Liam Neeson's here just plowing into a giant, it was just like, a, it's just an endless just landscape a, yeah, of snow. Barren, like, there's no road, like, he's just, t- yeah. 10
1: feet of barren snow.
0: Like, I, I, like, I've grown up around snow, and that is crazy. That, I've never seen that. It's just, and the the shots like that are really really good. So I think stuff like that keeps you engaged and like elevates it to like you said. It's like a, it's somehow like a comedy, but also a more artistic Liam Neeson thriller, which is it's an odd combination. But that that's the part I think that works best here
1: yeah and i think uh i mean when you think of visuals down the the, one of the visuals that really stuck out to me is like the depth of that waterfall (laughs) once he threw everybody down there it didn't show the waterfall all at once it kind of like showed the top and then you could see how far down that body fell
0: oh yeah it was crazy yeah every time he threw yeah every time he threw a body down it just shows this it looks like a never-ending waterfall and everything around is just like steamy and frozen. And yeah, like shots like that just really, I mean, now I can kind of see why it's $60 million budget, probably crazy shots like that. But and then,
1: yeah, uh, there was a couple of just really artistic shots. You can tell that they were just geometrically put together. Um, I think the cars and the buildings or just the way that they were put, it, like there was definitely a little twist to it. Not like a normal, definitely not a normal action movie.
0: Right. Yeah, no, very different than, um, than you know what you would expect. Like we said, from a, the average action movie, especially an average Liam Neeson action movie. Um, and I don't
1: think there was any music to this at all, <laughs> like any background music. I can't think of any. I feel like, like there was like maybe like this like sound.
0: slow like, kind of like I don't know if it was piano or like like an orchestra, but like a really sedated orchestra. Like I feel like that like when they showed him like snowplowing, there was some sort of like. Like, mmm, like some sort of, like, ambiance sound. But, yeah, there's not, like, any overt score, I would say. It's all very uh, subdued and, like, but I think that fits here.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: And that's, uh, I mean, I guess that brings us to, like, the resonance of it all. Like, how do you feel, like, as far as the overall feel of the movie?
1: Yeah, resonance, I gave it a three. I think with, not like this was, like, an LOL comedy, but I think any comedies, it's not going to nothing you really think too much about the next day when you're eating breakfast or anything like that. So I mean, I just gave it a three, not to say I didn't like it. I loved it, but, um, nothing really hit home or stung too hard. I just, it was just, it was funny. It was very entertaining. I think was how I would put it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. with I don't think this is anything I'll be thinking about in like years to come. Like this is kind of a, uh... You know, I, I mean, we saw it just a few days ago, so it's still fairly fresh. But even now, I have trouble recalling some of the specifics So just many, cause... so
1: many things happened. Like, we, we didn't even mention the kid getting kidnapped. And how both parties wanted to kidnap the kid for two different reasons. Like, there was a lot of things happening in this movie. A lot of characters and a lot of conflict.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't... You're right. We didn't <laughs> even mention... So, the kid is going to get kidnapped. And the, the kid, the uh, Vikings kid, uh, Trevor's kid, and they... And he thinks it's the Native Americans, and the Native Americans do want to kidnap him, but Liam Neeson gets to him first. Yeah, and but Native he doesn't really Americans even only kidnap him. He kidnap
1: he... his kid because Trevor killed like the, uh, Amer- the head Native Americans kid. <laughs>
0: Right, yeah, yeah. Trevor mistakenly kills the main uh, Native American's kid. So, like, everyone's kid <laughs> is getting kidnapped or killed. I mean, I'll start with Liam Neeson's kid dying. That's why I said, back to the plot, it's just, it's so many threads. I mean, yeah, it does lead one to the other, but it's so many things going on. Yeah, and I don't to... want
1: you guys to get confused, because I think I'm even confused, even the way we're talking about it. It's not a confusing movie. Coming from someone who gets confused a lot, it's not. But if once you sequentially watch it, it makes sense. It's just... There was a lot, and but it's not hard to pay attention to either. Like, you can just watch it wholeheartedly and it'll be fine. There's just a lot of stuff going on.
0: Oh, yeah. No, the, I mean, like I think that's what I think is, like, yeah, we're jumping all over the place, but that's because there's y- you're thinking about one strand and you follow it to the end, and then you go back and you're like, oh, I completely forgot. Like, we didn't mention uh, the there was, like, a bounty hunter guy that Liam Neeson hired, and he stayed <laughs> at, like, a cheap motel. We didn't mention In him. Hand. Like. Yeah, the hitman who sells him out and then for selling him out Viking kills him for selling Liam Neeson out Viking kills the hitman. Like he's like it's not honorable, can't do that. Like and I'm like yeah. okay, I guess he's gone. Like it was just like another character to be there. I'm like I, I the movie was already 2 hours. I didn't think they needed an extra 15 minutes of Here's a here's a guy. Oh, he's dead now. Like I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, don't get too uh, close to these characters because they are all, all gonna die.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no. I think uh, and yeah, we've. I think the characters either disappear, like Laura Dern's the wife, character. Yeah. Yeah, or or it's Liam Neeson. He survives at the end. Um, but yeah, the whole thing climaxes with uh, the Native Americans having like this shootout with um with vikings people Mm -hmm. and uh you know it's pretty typical like they're all everyone's getting shot viking gets shot uh but he doesn't die until the the police show up later um and then you know he dies just kind of like movie wise he gets out his last like utterance or breath or whatever and um uh, liam neeson's with like the head native american guy now in a car like that's how that's how it's kind of ending is like the two of them i I
1: liked the ending a lot you know, he gets the... in the car. Yeah. So the main, um, the head-named guy gets in the car. Liam Neeson just goes back to work. Like that's how it ends. Yeah,
0: that's really <laughs> he what happens
1: Back to work, and um, the two are hesitant of each other just because you know they killed a shit ton of people. You're not going to trust someone to get in a car with once everyone is just dead. You don't want. You don't know if the other person's going to turn on no, you. No, there's clearly attention. Yeah. So they are dead. kind of like hindering each other's trust, not knowing but whatever. Liam Neeson goes back to work. The guy gets in the car. He gets comfortable with him. He falls asleep. And he wakes up. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot I'm here.
0: <laughs> yeah, but at this point, Liam Neeson, like, they're both kind of like, I think the, the head, the what's the head Native American's name? His, oh, um, I
1: can't even remember. I'm just calling it the head Native American. There's just
0: so many. Um, uh, he's uh, White Bull. White Bull's okay. the main guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. Um, and, uh, he's at this point, I think he's gotten what he's came for Vikings dead and he's just, yeah, I'm going back to work. I don't have a (laughs) wife or a kid anymore. And like, I just killed like a dozen people, but you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I got what I was going for. So back to work. Like, that's (laughs) like, that's his whole thing. Oh my God. So, um, I guess as an overall, I mean, we, we jumped around a lot and that's, you know, I I, just, is definitely right. It's, much it makes more sense when you see it through, but yeah, when you're trying to go back me, and it's, remember it's it all, it's not
1: confusing. It's it's pretty. I won't say it's an easy watch, but it keeps you engaged enough where you know you'll easily just watch through it and laugh through it. Um, it's not confusing at all, so don't think that it is.
0: No, yeah, like we're we're jumping all over the place because we're we're just trying to remember everything. There's just so much happened. It's hard to if you go in order. You, it, I think you know, it's it's hard to to get it all out there. But um, overall, Jess, is this a, is this a movie we would recommend? Would you recommend Cold?
1: Pursuit? Okay, so I really, I think I liked it more than you did. I really enjoyed it. You did. It was. <laughs> I, I mean, I like Liam Neeson in general. But this was above and beyond what I thought it was going to be like. I like funny and i like liam neeson so you know it's both of them together <laughs>
0: <laughs> so compared to the other liam neeson's you've seen the taken series I, mean, the... It, it,
1: I don't think it's comparable i think it's definitely different because um, this isn't your typical liam neeson it's kind of just like you know you, you normally order a vanilla ice cream it's like vanilla ice cream with a twist
0: <laughs> this, is, this is the twist cone This, this is, is the twist. This is the swirl
1: Yeah, you know, it only limited edition Doesn't come out too often, but get it while you can <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, so definitely a recommend so, yeah, for you I I recommend I, it, I, I, I think enjoy I... it
1: It's gonna make you laugh It's a little bit artistic <laughs> um, The plot is all over the place It's gonna make you laugh, but it's also action Don't expect the Mason to be funny Because he's not, he's doing his job But everything around him is just hilarious, chaotic And it flows together. It's not jumpy. Like you're not gonna get bored at some parts. It's just it's a good movie.
0: And that's the thing. I think you definitely don't get bored. Like you're kind of you're. And that's I think the another one of the greatest strengths is that you are engaged the whole time. But um, yeah. I mean, I would recommend this as well. Uh, not as strong of a recommend as I think you would. But <laughs> I, I and I think about all the Liam Neeson movies I've seen. I still really like that first Taken. Um, but, and after that, this might be, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Liam Neeson movie fan, but after that first taken, this might be, this might be right there. Um, which again, for me is not saying much cause I've, I i do not love these movies like Jess does, but, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, she's right. It's very different. It's tonally different. Um, there's a lot of characters and some of them are, are good and that's, and that helps. But, uh, I guess who, who is this for? Who's the, who's the audience that's going to like this movie?
1: I, I don't know. I think just folks our age. Um, I mean...
0: So, like, tw- 20-somethings kind of thing.
1: Yeah, because, I don't know. I think it might be do well a bit 18th. much for the older crowd.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing, is when we saw it, I think we saw with a couple other people in there. It wasn't a very full theater, but I want to say a lot of more older because maybe, maybe they liked the older Liam Neeson movies, but I feel like everyone else in the theater was... There's some people our age and some people older. I think, um, yeah, like the 18 to 35 demographic. This is uh this is that target area.
1: Yeah, and not that there's too many cultural references, but I just feel like it's more. No, the tone, the art. style. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. Um, well, good. Uh, I think we covered. You know, as much as we could with Cold Pursuit. I mean, there's just, I feel like we left stuff out, but it's it's just, there's a lot going on in that. (laughs) You
1: could talk about this for a long time.
0: You really could. This is uh, this would uh, this you could stretch out. But um, all right, cool. And uh, we'll have a couple more shows coming down. I don't know well if we've decided uh what the next uh, movie we're gonna be reviewing is. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, but, but um, there will
1: be a lot in May. Cause I swear every single trailer we watched before this movie, yeah. they were all coming out in May.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, May's got a ton of movies. I know. Um, uh, we should have a Captain Marvel review. I don't know if Jess will be on that one. We might. Uh, we might have a different co-host for that one. <laughs> but um, uh, Not we've got. My style. We've, no, I mean, we've got some March and April movies coming up. But like Jess said, May is uh, May is going to be jam packed. But uh, we'll definitely get some more out in the coming weeks. So uh, thank you everyone for listening and supporting. Uh, Jess, thank you as always for being on. Thank you. And uh, till next time, everyone. Enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at FilmsWomenPod. And check out our website, FilmsWithTheWomen.Libson.com. That's FilmsWithTheWomen.Libson.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.